it would have been a shit show without Gary uh, if they left the dock, in my opinion. And I mean, the man was off breeding in COVID. Getting COVID <laughs> in 2023. Come in. Get back in your time machine and go back to 2020. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Get out here with that COVID shit, man. <laughs> Who gets COVID anymore? Like, I mean, just... Coming to you live from the most landlocked county in Ireland, it's the Park Pals Podcast with your hosts, Peter, Donna Marie, and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip! Hi, and you're very all welcome to our very first episode of the Park Pals podcast. I'm obviously Peter. I'm Maeve. And I'm Donna. Hi. Yeah, Donna hates saying hello. <laughs> Donna hates saying. <laughs> we had this discussion beforehand and we're sitting there and we're talking about like, look, we really need you two to introduce yourselves because we need people need to know which female is which. And she's going, I sound like such a play of introducing myself. I do. I feel like a cabbage sitting there going, Hi, I'm Donna. How are you? Well, um, so yeah, I think just we before we get into talking about the show, I know we're all very excited, brand new season, but we do actually have a public safety announcement for our listeners. So it's April, it's coming up to the summer, you know, people are going to be wanting to top up their tans, jumping in a few sunbeds, but we do have a warning for people. If you are doing sunbeds, Donna, what must you do if you do a sunbed? <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is he going with this? <laughs> hydrate yourself before you get on. And why must you hydrate yourself, Donna? What? <laughs> I said, why must you hydrate yourself? Because if you don't hydrate yourself before a sunbed, you may end up dehydrated and slightly faint. And and you at a at a community meeting. At a community meeting. <laughs> now, I, this is what I read. I read this somewhere. I do yeah, not have course. a force. Of course, <laughs> we, we can categorically say that this did not happen to at least 60% of the Park Pals crew. Um, we can't speak for the other 40%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Can we move on now? Can we get on with the pod? <laughs> right. Let's let's get on to talking about why actually everyone came here for in the first place is talking about new season, Blood Exhaling Yacht, season four. Great starts. Straight in. Well, for me, I just have to say this first episode just screamed failure to prepare Prepare to fail. You said this to me the other day. You you were like, first thing Maeve said to me was when they ha- started having the engine trouble was, you'd imagine they'd have fucking checked the engine before the show started. And I was like, I'm sure you just landed. It just came across the Atlantic. Like, Yeah, I would have thought they had all you? that in, in hand. Like, I definitely would have thought they had all in that, that in hand. Like, you know, but look, it gave us a good first episode, didn't it? Well, it did, yeah. Fucking Colin spent the whole time with his head stuck in the engine. But uh, Sorry, I think it's only fair that we refer to Colin as hot 
single Colin anytime we speak about him for the duration of this season. Well, I'm going to refrain from calling him hot single Colin. So uh, maybe I'll just call him H. I'll just call him HSC. And that will, will, will that do? HSC? We, we agreed on that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, like straight in, crew arrives, both can't fucking go anywhere. Like, I mean, talk about a major focal. Seriously. Like, I mean, what, what do you do with that? I don't know. I thought it was like, obviously, yeah, from their point of view, if it doesn't fix the charters, the season is just ruined. But for us, I can't help but wonder, would them guests have gotten so fucking lit if they weren't sat on that dock all the time? Probably not. And maybe we we wouldn't have got to experience, you know, the thrill of watching that one guest fall off her chair. Not once, but fucking (laughs) twice. Like I mean, what's what's the learning curve? What's the learning curve on a on a drunk middle aged American woman? Like I mean, it's got to be it's got to be pretty steep, right? I thought they were brilliant first guests to have, like brilliant. And your woman were with the high ponytail. She just put me in mind of that monster from Monsters Inc. You know that one that's like Mike Wazowski. Yeah, the one, that, the one that's in charge of the factory or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just caught all I could see when she was like, and I'd be bald and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love her. You but really yeah. Though. yeah. Her voice totally said, that's totally what she sounded like. She really yeah. is. Because you said this to me the other day after the show. Like, we had watched it and you, you sent me that picture and you said, yeah, and I, I just instantly knew what you were talking about. Straight away, reminded me of her so much. I was like, they, they were good guests to start with. I was delighted they started with a crew that was our, with a guest that was like, just fun, fun. The last thing they needed and the show needed was major fucking high maintenance assholes coming in there um, and it would have been a disaster. It would have been just... A nightmare from the war go. And listen, imagine if the engine was fine. It probably would have been a shit show anyway because they would have had to leave the dock with no lead deckhand. Gary. Well, now, give, give the man his foot. Give the man his proper title. He's the chief officer. He's the chief officer. Like, I mean, we're selling him short here. He's more hard to get where he is. He's a bit more than a lead deckhand. Well, I have a question about that. Like, what's the story with on all the other ones? It's like boats and, and then on the sailing yacht, it's chief officer. I don't because understand that. Because it's a smaller boat, he has more responsibility. And I don't think they could fit three people with three different jobs in. Yeah, I kind of, I didn't know. I didn't know. I said, I must ask. But yeah, yeah. so Gary wasn't there. So I don't know yeah. how it would have went had they Actually, left off without Gary. But yeah. But yeah, so... I don't know. It would have went. It would have been a shit show without Gary uh, if they left the dock, in my opinion. And I mean, the man was off breeding in COVID. Getting COVID <laughs> in 2023. Yeah. Like, I mean, seriously, how, how embarrassing is that? Like, I mean, all the STDs out there and the man gets COVID. Like, I mean, seriously, Gary, get, get something up to date, like fucking like syphilis or something, you know, or the clap. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I mean... Get back in your time machine and go back to 2020, for fuck's sake. Get out of here with that COVID shit, man. <laughs> Who gets COVID anymore? Like, I mean, just... Breeding in on the pillow was the best for me. 
I would have thought I would have thought a bit of, a bit of intelligence was required. Like I mean, you could even see Glenn's face when they were when, when he said, really I, I, "I don't think it, that's the way it works." Like, yeah, you just keep <laughs> sucking on that pillow there, Gary. <laughs> And he wanted to laugh so hard, didn't he, Glenn? And then this episode, we didn't just see Glenn's face. We saw him back in 1984. Uh, Glenn's body in 1984 was... Yeah. Yes, 100%. In fairness, in fairness to Glenn, like, I mean, you see him in the cabin. He's still in shape. Like, I mean, he's still... Oh, yeah, he is. He still puts the work in. Like, I mean... Here, I have a question, right? You know when Glenn's in bed... Yeah, you know he's got like a double bed, and then whoever's up in the top bunk is up in the top bunk. Yeah, why does he always lie on the outside? Like, how is the person supposed to step and climb up? Could you not just fucking move into the inside so that your man has it easier climbing up into the top bunk or I getting never up in the morning? He had a double bed. I thought he just had sh- a single bunk with like the drawers in yeah. the wall. Are you sure it's a double bed? Huh? I've always thought it was a double bed. Am I wrong? I, I don't know. Maybe we gotta get maybe that's something we need to investigate. Yeah. I just thought I just thought bed. that's the way it was and they were kind of stepped rather than on top of each other. Well now I thought he had a big bed and I was like, now if I was sharing that room with him and he was sleeping out there, I just deliberately stand on his fucking thigh every time I was getting in and out of bed until he decided it was best and safer for him to move in. Like, I mean, let's let's be honest. If he didn't learn his lesson last season, after what was that guy, Tom? Like, oh, you remember him puking everywhere? Oh my god! Like, how embarrassing was that? Mm. Like, I, something tells me that our good friend Captain Marsbar, who is sharing the room with Glenn this year, is not gonna is not gonna have those kind of problems. No, I don't think so. Let's get into the newbies. Come on, let's go there. Right, Captain well, as, as we're talking about Captain Marsbar, as he was christened by Maeve, um, yeah, well, first impressions, because personally, I think Maeve hit the nail on the head when we did our crew preview, and we'd only seen clips of him. He reminds yeah. me of Pulver from Below Deck Down Under, that whole, like, entertainment officer. I don't think he'd be much of a deckhand. Yeah, but at least Culver had a little bit about him. Like, he, he had a bit of personality about him. This guy is just, man, he is so far up his own arse. His fucking, his uh, flute was tickling his tonsils. Like, seriously. My opinion of him is, I do not think he's going to last the whole season. I don't think he'll be there for long. For whatever reason, I don't know. But I just don't see him finishing out the season. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Maybe we could just forgive him for the first episode or two because he's new to this. We'll give him a chance. Well, like, I mean, I have to say, like, I mean, in fairness, as regards, like, him being a worker and being a deckhand or whatever, you know, he obviously has captain experience. He's, he just jumped straight in. He took them off on the, on the, out in the tender, took the women off to do their, do the, bit of swimming and on the toys and stuff and brought them back and they had the bit of crack and stuff like but that's where he's comfortable that's what he does for a living he takes them out on catamarans for the day on probably booze cruises or whatever but that's where he's comfortable so that's what he was good at so it remains to be seen if he's good at everything else yeah so it could be uh it could be a work yes a personality no with regards Mm. to captain mars bar um while we're on the deck crew then Chase, 
um, who all I kept thinking when I was watching the show was, seriously, dude, fucking relax. Talk about a drama queen. Oh, my God. Like, calm down, dude. Jesus Christ, you're on the dock. Like, I mean, y- your boss isn't there. You've got a captain and a chief engineer still there. You know, what are you worrying about Gary for? I liked him. I really liked him. <laughs> I, I just thought he was... I just thought, like, I mean, look, I know there's going to be a bit of... Like, he's talking to the cameras and there's obviously going to be a little bit of, you know, let's embellish things a little bit, you know? Some might say... some. I have been known to do similar myself, but... Uh, no way, really? <laughs> be a little bit traumatic. But, like, yeah, it's like, seriously, dude, like, yeah, the, the guy's sick and the boat's on the dock. Calm down, go and shammy something and relax. Like, I mean, oh, I liked him. I like got that like fun, fun guy. Fun guy, <laughs> fun guy. For anyone who hasn't seen our seen our, our crew previews, uh, head on over to our YouTube channel. They're all there. They're there to be there to be watched. We have some interesting thumbnails, and uh, yeah. yeah. I did. I liked him, and then when like Daisy wanted to, you know, include him in the fun and. You know, doing the lap dance and all that. You know, Captain Marsbar was like, there's your guy over there. Whereas he was like, yeah, come on, let's have a bit of fun. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm ready. Let's do it. That's I really true. liked him. Yeah. I think I'm going to like him even more as the season goes on. Yeah, I'm the same. I really liked Chase. I liked the way he got stuck in. I also liked how when they were all having a few beers, he went and go to check on Colin to see, well, how yeah. he was getting on. What, like, even though he wouldn't be able to do anything. He was just like, oh, I'll hang here with you. That was he really, was in fairness to him, that was really nice of him. Like, he didn't have to do that. He could have just sat up there having a beer. But he said, look, let's get down, you know, like fucking lads together. Let's see, does he he need us to do that? Yeah, we can't fix the thing, but, you know, maybe we can lift something or grease something. Or Yeah, he's a team player, and I think he's going to be a lot of fun. I think he's going to bring a lot of, like, laugh to the season. And I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Yeah, and just just on that particular moment before it goes out of my head, you have to hand it to you have to hand it to fucking you have to hand it to the Kiwis, man. Fucking Colin there, up to his eyes in fucking diesel, broken engines, sitting there looking at that. The boys come down. He says, "Yeah, oh, fuck it, nothing to be done tonight. Let's go get a beer." <laughs> <laughs> nice one, dude. Happy days. Fair play. <laughs> I love Colin. Like I love him. I always have, and I particularly love the dynamic between Glenn, Colin, Gary, and Daisy. I just think they're the best like yeah. crew out of all of the franchise. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the most likable crew. Well, to be fair, they're the steadiest crew. Like, I mean, every mm-hmm. other bow has a lot of changes, and you might see, you know, in the early days, like we had the uh, uh, below, original Below Deck like that, we had K. Ben was there for a few seasons. Um, Eddie was there. You know, you had a few kind of constants in a course, Lee. Um, but like now it's just chopping and changing constantly. The most is you get like two seasons out of a, out of a, a crew or even half a crew. Whereas this, this group has stayed together now steady for this is their toured season together because obviously Daisy wasn't there. Was Colin, I can't remember, Colin was there season one. Wasn't no, he? it was some fella, uh, oh, Byron was his name. Yeah, none of them were there season one. Yeah, he There was. he was. No. Was he not? No. It was some fella no. called, uh, oh, oh, he was an awful dose anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were like, they were like a couple. Yeah, and, and he was an asshole. They were horrible. 
Oh, I pageant. Pageant, yeah. I I forgot. I didn't. I forgot. I didn't think that was sailing. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, I, I, I actually do get confused sometimes. Yeah, I remember that pageant and uh, Kira. It's no. fucking Kira. Yeah. No yeah. bullshit. Bullshit. Get Sierra and Summerhouse. Uh, I'm I'm letting her away with it now because I like her new vibe this year. So you know she's getting away with calling her Sierra, but it's fucking spelled Kira even without the poxy fodder. So, <laughs> and she was a horrible little ginger cunt anyway. I didn't like her, so fuck her. It's Kira. I don't know if they're still together because he was really. No, they broke up. They broke up. They broke up soon after that. They broke yeah. up very soon after that. I would have booted him overboard if he treated me like that. Like booted him. I was trawling Twitter and people were asking him to have his own show because he was so good on Below Deck Sailing like 40 years ago. I I thought it was very unmemorable. And even when I did remember him, I just fucking Egypt like. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, enough of the past. Back to the present. What about Mini Daisy 1 and Mini Daisy 2? So we have the little ray of sunshine and little Miss Clumsy. (laughs) (laughs) I think I am going to love Lucy. Like, look, she's from across the pond. She's the same vibe as us. We are going to like her, no matter what. We're going. We will get her. Do you know that kind of way? We'll get her. We'll know what she's talking about. We'll get her sense of humor. We'll get her personality. We will get her. I'm going to enjoy her. The other one, I don't know. I didn't really get a, a much of a first impression in the first episode. Okay. Um. Quite the reaction I thought we'd get from you on the tip. Now, I totally agree with Lucy. Absolutely love her vibe. She just strolled onto the boat, just dumped the bag and, you know. Yeah. But not that she said you can carry it, but she was like, be back, so what? You know, in the dress, in straight away, totally being herself. Yeah, gonna absolutely love uh, watching her this season. Um, Again, seems to know her. Seems to know her game. She's in. She's working hard. No messing. Um, pretty sure it was her that said she didn't like pubes. Oh, God. Who does? <laughs> you know, as a man, I'm very happy to hear. Um, Mads, yeah, seemed, yeah, seemed kind of cool. Like, I mean, she's American. There's always a little bit of a different vibe with Americans, but I didn't see anything that I would say, oh, you know, sort of red flags as a personality. She seemed to be, you know, up for the crack, seemed hard work. And so, yeah, looking forward to, to seeing how she, uh, how how the season pans out for her. Obviously, obviously we've seen from the trailers, she uh, gets about our business. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't, I don't know, maybe she just didn't have enough time on screen for me, for me to, have any kind of opinion what i will say is the two of them seem to work really well together yeah yeah and it's probably because daisy made them both junior stews and didn't create that divide of second and third stew like we see last season that just wrecked everything yeah but come in do you really need a second stew and a third stew when there's only fucking three is like seriously one person in charge calling the shots and the other two just working together as a team like, yeah. I mean, what do you need? I can understand the second stew if there's about six or eight stews. And then you need sort of an able lieutenant. It's only fucking trees. Like, I mean, holy Jesus. 
Yeah, I agree. And I think Daisy learned her lesson last year. So, you know, she made the right call there. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, some people are all about that fucking second stew position. And it's just a power grab. Like, I mean, it's just it's just about the authority. And it's funny because you never really see it that with the deck crew. You, yes, you've got guys um, and girls, like, let's be fair, who want to be lead, de- lead deckhand. But that's more because they're interested in becoming bosun. It's not about, for most of them, it's not about the power. It's about, okay, lead deckhand's going to look great on my CV when I go for my next job. And then I'm going to start pushing my way up to bosun and onwards and upwards. Yeah, but I think usually when it comes to the deck crew, they're all out doing everything together. Whereas when it comes to the interior, like, especially on the other below decks, I mean, if you're the torch Joe, you might as well spend six weeks in the laundry with a dryer and a washing machine and an iron in your hand. Like, you know, yeah. that kind of way. It's true. It's true. We were watching, we, we'd been watching some old ones and I can't even remember which one it was. I'm pretty sure it was Med. Um, the torch Joe on one of the early seasons, like literally standing out on deck and like, oh, fresh air. Like, I just never get, I just never get to see this this side of it because I'm just down below all the time which look is kind of shitty but look at the end of the day if somebody was going to give me $1,500 after two days for earning a load of sheets jocks and whatever the hell I'll fucking earn all day for that money like I mean come on I don't know if I would now I'd probably say I would but after God, like, I don't even iron now like I don't I deliberately buy clothes that I do not have to iron yeah listen we all know about you not earning. And then <laughs> when Ken's ma comes up, she spends the first half a day she's there fucking earning all her son's clothes for the next two weeks till she comes back down again. Like, I mean, we've seen it. I walked in and seen poor old Hilda, shout out to Hilda, uh, there. And it's like she's in a fucking, it's like she's in the dark hole of Calcutta fucking earning in a sweatshop. Yeah, like, if she wants to come down and do his ironing for her baby, that's her choice. I ain't doing it. I'm not his mother. <laughs> I think he fucking knows that at this stage. <laughs> poor man is told off and enough. Poor Ken. <laughs> Hi, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on to the chef. The chef. I need whatever skin routine she has. Anyway, never mind our skin. What do we think of our food? It's hard to tell. Like, I mean, she looked good. She was out with the blowtorch and the bits of fish and the guests seemed to like it. I did read a comment on, I did read a comment on Twitter. Somebody reckoned that she was like going to be the weak link this year. I certainly didn't think so. I did not get that vibe at all. She looked like she's going to cope perfectly fine. Food looks edible. Like, what more can you say? She looks like she's up for a bit of crack as well. Like, I mean, she's not, she's not like, one of these real quiet chefs that kind of just keeps to herself. Like, she looks like she'll have fun on a crew night out, which, you know, let's face it, is very important. Yeah, is this just people judging her off of the trailer where the fucking pee puree went all over the roof or what? Or is this, like, inside information? Uh, look, could have happened to a bishop, as the man said. Could have happened to a bishop. <laughs> yeah, maybe she just loses the rag halfway through the season. Like, your woman on adventure, remember? Yeah. She, In she fairness, just... like, I mean... You know, sometimes people say shit just to be heard, you know? Like, I mean, look at us. We created a fucking podcast just so people will listen to our shit. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've good vibes for the chef. Good vibes for the chef. So that's that's all the newcomers covered. Now we've got 
we kind of talked about Glenn. We gave Colin a little. And now we've, we haven't mentioned poor old Daisy. I have one. Daisy. Do we think this would be Daisy's last season? No. Maybe. Why? Maybe. I'm just in a maybe camp. Like, I mean, look, Maeve has an opinion. Maeve Maeve is chomping at the bit here with her fucking, she asked this question for a reason. So let's get, let's, you tell us why you think it. I feel she didn't, no, she's coming with a great attitude and she always does. But even that starting off with, oh, like, you know, I thought I'd be, like, not even that she'd be married by now, but she'd be settled down by now. And then as well, as she said herself, it was the toughest season that she's ever had. So I could be putting two and two together and getting like... Emotionally and mentally. Yeah, like, I mean, the way I would say it, and like, at the end of the day, deckhands become lead deckhands, become bosuns, become captains, and that's how their career progresses. Chief stews don't go anywhere. Like, I mean... I think the best you could probably hope for is to work on a big boat with a huge crew, maybe get more money. But like on the boat, unless you change direction, there's nowhere to go. You've reached your level. Like there isn't, I don't think there's anything else. I don't know. We'll just have to see. Like she did say on Instagram the other day that she was actually dreading this season. Like it was so tough for her and she's dreading the season coming out. Like, you know, so maybe it's just harder on her than... We know, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I mean, she's, no, getting, I like, I mean she, she's getting older, too. Like, what's Daisy now? Like, 36? No, she's about 32, isn't she? Is she? Yeah, that's what I thought about, 32. Right, hang on. We're sending it. We're sending our crack team of research assistants back in to Google Sphere. I, for some reason, I thought she was, like, 36. No way. She just definitely doesn't look 36. No, well, no one says she does, but in fairness, if you look at her Instagram, she gets enough fucking free skincare to keep herself looking young. So <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, they're going to turn on that one day and Daisy's going to be standing there looking like a Formula One driver with the amount of fucking endorsements on her. <laughs> but, um, but, but either way, like, I mean, she is in her 30s and at the end of the day, all that traveling, at some point, you have to slow things down and... Like, you can't carry on with that forever. It just doesn't... She's 35. There you go. See? I don't know. No, listen. I think she'll be around for a few more seasons. I hope she is anyway. I love her life. Well, what was Kate? Kate was 40 when she hung up there, when she hung up her hat, wasn't she? Yeah. She did about, I think, five or six seasons. Yeah, I think she did. I think Kate did, like, five. And, like, it got to her in the end. You could see the cracks with Kate, who was... A different vibe to Daisy. Like, I mean, let's not, like, I mean, say they were the same person. They did a very different way of doing things. But, like, we've seen Daisy now for two previous seasons. Nothing seemed to rattle her. Yeah, she gets a little bit, you know, she'll a bit given out about the other stews or guests or whatever. But she never loses it. You never see Daisy running off and, you know, crying in a toilet or any of that no. sort of carry on. She always remained composed when it came to work. From the trailers that we've seen so far, that's obviously not the case. So even she's seeing a different side to herself that she probably hasn't seen. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Like, I think like that, like Kate was a keeper. And I think Daisy is a keeper on sailing now. Yeah. Oh, true. Like, I mean, I love love Daisy. But I, I, I do think it gets, it obviously gets to a certain point and a certain age where you're like, you know, do I really want to be going around? 
at this age, still fucking making beds, still serving food, still doing this job, where, you know, where am I going with it? Like, at what point do I stop? Like, I mean, you know, what's, like, I mean, the career path is is unclear. Like, I mean, Kate's sort of in that celebrity mode. Like, I mean, she's, those are a bit, still does a bit of TV. Like, I mean, look, she's a fucking Bravo legend. Like, I mean, let's give it to her. Well, then I think she needs to be kept in the Bravo universe because I like her that much. Yeah, well, like, I mean, she will. Like, who knows? Like, I mean, Daisy's kind of, Daisy's getting into mainstream. Like, I mean, it, she could fucking end up on RTE for all we know. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> perish, perish the top. But like, I mean, look, Daisy's from Docky. No one's going to tell me that Daisy with her family were in Dunleary Yacht Club does not have connections in RTE. And with her following and her, you know, sort of uh, TV presence that like she wouldn't walk into a gig. Forget Claire Bourne on the Late Late Show. Daisy Kelleher is on the way. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. So, yeah, like, I mean, look, there wasn't much. The show, like, I mean, they were stuck in the dock. The boat's fucked that we know of at the moment. The trailer, obviously, they, look, we all know to get the boat going. It's just a question of how to get it going. Like, what, what the yeah. fix is. Because we know it didn't take two weeks. So, like, I mean, we'll see next week how that shakes out. I'm just really excited to see... The first crew night out, and kind of actually, can I just say, and this was testament to the fact that Gary wasn't there, that the first night on the boat, they were all in bed early. Because you know, you know, if <laughs> fucking Gary King was on that boat, they'd have been up all night partying. There would have been people doing the warm. There would have been people in the hot tub. And yeah, shit would have happened. And Glenn probably would have got up and said, uh, fucking school night. Yeah, go to bed. <laughs> like he did last year. Yeah, I'm excited now. I'm excited for the season ahead. I'm excited for our podcast every week. And yeah, bring it. I'm looking forward to it. So I think we'll I think we'll leave it there. Maeve, any any last words before we before we hit that minty highway? No, I'm just very excited for our process with this podcast. So yeah, uh like, subscribe, follow. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we're very grateful for your listenerships. And we will see you all next week. Bye-bye.